So Amy, I'm so excited that the Bike Walk Wichita Book Club kicks off today, January 1st, with the Strong Towns book by Chuck Marone Jr. Have you gotten your copy yet? No, I haven't, but I'm excited to hear about all the conversations because things are just picking up in my world, so I can't wait to hear what you all have to say about it. Well, the good news is we're not jumping right in, so you have okay. plenty of time good. to get your copy, uh, and then we'll start having chapter discussions starting mid-January. Great. So stay tuned. Uh, at the end of this podcast, we're going to have a quick book teaser by Dr. Russell Fox, uh, who many of you know. See you around town. Happy New Year. Uh, welcome back to the Bike Walk Wichita podcast, uh, where we cover local bike ped news, uh, interview cool people, and share the latest resources, rides, and walks. I'm your host and the executive director, Kim Newfeld, in the recording studio with co-hosts Jack and Amy. Hello. Hi, I'm, I'm Jack. I'm the volunteer coordinator with Bike Walk Wichita here, so let me know if you have any questions about any of the activities going on and see how we can get you plugged in here. I'm Amy. I uh, help with the e-bike group and the women's biking group, and we just uh, get, get stuff done. <laughs> we're, we're a good team. Uh, I don't know how you both feel, but I'm pretty glad to see 2019 um, and the last decade kind of come to a close. And I'm really excited to, to focus forward. So uh, today we're recording from the Bike Walk Wichita headquarters. And so. All right. Yeah, yes. Kind Thank of you, Christian, for helping us get this set up here. Woohoo. Yes, uh, I'm, I'm excited to, to see how uh, this sounds. We can definitely capture and record a lot more stories um, and interesting people who come and go out of our headquarters. So having a, a portable setup uh, that's, is really nice. Well, we wanted to call this our cable party, so I don't know how portable it is, but it's are, here and it fits on our tables. And yes, we can invite others. So today we have a jam-packed episode to kick off the new year, uh, so tune in, step out, or clip in, and join us as we talk everything bike walk. Thanks. The first thing we're going to talk about, uh, I was talking about volunteering. This is one of our big volunteer events of the year. We had uh, our Christmas lights slow roll through College Hill, uh, led by a volunteer, Gary Vreeland, and he's done this for years and years now. And it's just a slow road roll through a nice neighborhood. Um, lots of kids there, lots of decorated bikes. Um, was just a really pleasant ride. The weather held out wonderful again this year. Light wind and a little chilly, but not too bad. I love seeing all the the bikes and everybody light up. Uh, yeah. It's so powerful, the, the, the cheer. Yes, right. the cheer of it. And everybody gets to, to show off whatever bike they're liking to show off that day, too, yeah. and that's fun. And This year we did something different. Um, uh, Sean Devlin had the idea of, let's go by Wes and Karen uh, Jenkins' house and sing them a Christmas carol. Karen said, yeah, that, that would work. That uh, Wes and Karen, they were both involved in an accident, and, and uh, Wes is stuck at home with an injury that they're working hard to recover from, but hearing Christmas carols, that's a nice thing. It was a beautiful thing to see a big crowd of people out front of their house there in College Hill, the lights all around the neighborhood, and um, um, Sean led them in the Christmas carol, so that was real fun. 
Yeah, and we uh, met at the ride started at Il Vicino, oh, and yeah. a lot of us uh, met beforehand and ate some, and then we also met again afterwards and talked there was about. A crowd there. Yes, we uh, definitely uh, made their night. I think whether that was a good thing mm-hmm. or a bad thing, but uh, they. They definitely felt our impact. Um, we need to coordinate a little bit better. Yeah. We will. We're well, getting better yeah, at this yeah. year by year. We're exactly. getting better, and more and more people come, and it's just become a really popular event. It's yeah. one of my favorites of the year, and yeah. we have lots of volunteers that ride along with us, and we've even this year, the last year, we got some nice safety vests and trying to pay attention to um, just making this a safe and comfortable ride for everybody in the right. family. Our and slow rolls are that way. Everybody is right. Welcome. And it's amazing with it being a slow roll in the winter. It's amazing how much you warm up. So. Yeah, and I think that's one of the, there's several, you know, I think powerful lessons for a lot of people who are newer that join us for this ride every year. Yes. Uh, one, they get to learn how to ride at night uh, in, in the midst of a big group that's lit up. So, you know, mm-hmm. you can't get a, a better environment for practicing that. There's something magical about that. And right then along testing, with a bunch of lights. There yeah, and bikes. testing out your gear and yes. weather and seeing that, oh, you can ride um, at certain temperatures. You just need to wear proper clothing so gear so no bad weather just wrong clothes exactly so great time thank you to gary and to jack and to all the volunteers volunteers. uh, who helped out all the ride assistants and everyone so we really appreciate the help uh we also had our christmas lights walk and we are actually recording the day before the walk so uh, Mm -hmm. we are hoping the weather holds out and is nice and chilly Mm -hmm. for us uh, we are meeting at Normandy Center this year and exploring the neighborhood uh, back kind of yeah, behind that I, area. I'm excited to go into a new neighborhood. This is not one that I've explored a lot of. And if, if you haven't been to Normandy Center Shopping Center, uh, there are a lot of businesses in there. I was shocked there's a wonderful bakery and coffee. One of the things I like about that neighborhood is Sometimes uh, urban biking and walking is counterintuitive. The neighborhood is one of the best walking neighborhoods that I know of. I live near there. There's no sidewalks, but it's a really walkable neighborhood. And um, it just shows that people can get out in their neighborhoods, whether there's all the the full infrastructure or not. We want to improve it for neighborhoods that need it. But people say, well, there's no sidewalk or it can't because it's cold. No, we can get out and, and enjoy things, and, and uh, especially, like I say, in that neighborhood, the shops are nearby, and then it's a wonderful walking neighborhood, and there's a creekway that's a little further than where we'll probably be walking. That's just a beautiful area, so good. All right. Yeah, I'm, I'm really uh, excited. I think it's really nice that we have events that are hosted year-round. I think it's really important. All over the city. Yep, and to explore all these different areas, and also... Um, just wanted to give a shout out to the businesses there because like I mentioned there's it's really uh they've it, done a good job yeah. at, at really growing and rebuilding right. that it's, it's shopping such, center so yeah it's such an eclectic shopping center and um yeah watching it watching it change through the years and just really come back from having several empty shops and uh we're we're excited to be at Normandy Normandy yeah. Square Normandy, Normandy Center, Center. Normandy and that Center. is at Central and Woodlawn <laughs> um and of course there's also the Wichita Brewing Company right across the street and Great Harvest and uh just all sorts of right. cool businesses mm-hmm. in that area so mm-hmm. uh it has definitely been a busy and productive year 
locally and statewide. Um, we really just have so much to celebrate uh, for 2019, and it really couldn't have been accomplished without you know all the amazing leadership of our hundreds of volunteers and our, our members uh, who contribute financially to help us keep our doors open and our, our wheels spinning. And of course, also our local sponsors who definitely share kind of our same values and mission and really want to help make Wichita a better place to live, work, and play. Um, so just looking back at 2019, I, I thought we should kind of cover a few of our favorite highlights, um, if we could pick a few. Uh, we definitely kicked off the new year. If you, if you think back to last January, uh, right. we were over at Aeroplanes uh, Brewing and uh, we were having a celebration there and kind of our, kicking off our very first membership plus uh, drive. <clears throat> and uh, that was a great time at Aeroplanes. We, right. They yeah. had the perfect setup of indoor-outdoor yeah. for our people. Yeah. Turned out really nice, yeah. We were able to hang out outside for a good part of the day. A lot of folks rode their bikes there or walked around right. the neighborhood. Right, yeah. And if you haven't dropped in lately over there, they have added some delicious food options and, of course, have mm -hmm. great beer. Um, and so stop in and, and say hello to Aeroplanes if you're over in Delano. Uh, they also have nice bike parking, which, uh, especially that's, for crowds, and right. that's a real issue mm -hmm. for us. Um, mm -hmm. If you're a, a local business and you're wanting to, uh, you know, partner with us to figure out how we can come by your place, uh, yeah. we need to consider uh, how we park 50 or, or more bikes. Right. So. Yeah. But they have a really good setup. So it's nice when businesses do provide for bicycle parking. And especially if you're looking to a, a, a tractor crowd, uh, a lot of folks are looking for places where they can park their bikes safely and comfortably, and mm -hmm. it makes it makes a difference. Mm -hmm. So thanks to those those businesses that uh, that do provide that. And thanks to Aeroplanes for hosting that kickoff. Um, mm -hmm. As I mentioned, that was really our very first membership plus uh, kind of kickoff, um, and we really wanted to add this segment uh, to Bike Walk Wichita to really help with our sustainability. Um, we feel it's really important to to maintain, you know, flexible funding and to really utilize every uh, dollar wisely. And having members plus uh, who can help keep our doors open, as I mentioned, mm -hmm. and hosting these really fun events and building that sense of community here in, in right, Wichita that right. I think so many of us enjoy. I mean, yeah. yeah, this year we've had uh, 100 plus people become members plus, and it's really an important part of the organization. Um, Kim mentioned that diverse funding. We, we don't depend on any one thing to keep us open. Mm -hmm. For the longest time, we didn't depend on hardly any funding at all. We were uh, completely volunteer-led. And really, we didn't have uh, as many financial obligations. The last couple yeah. of years, we've got building, we have uh, rent to pay, we have you know some financial obligations to keep the, right. the programs going. And it, uh, it's still run by volunteers, and, and our, our projects, most of the people that are working there are volunteers with us. And so it's really fun to see that uh, combination, and then uh, to see the, the people who can financially support us and to help that. We also have the sponsors, and we get some grant money at, from time to time, so we have a real diverse set of funding. And so the, I, I don't know if a lot of folks understand that when you get grants, sometimes there are restrictions on what mm -hmm. that money can be used for. So when we have our members and stuff, and that gives us funds that are not really necessarily earmarked for particular things that can't be used for other things. So we have a lot more flexibility with that. And especially some of our members, Members Plus, are uh, monthly donors. And we were kicked that off last January. 
And that's just been a wonderful thing. So if you want to consider doing that, um, if you want to sign up for a monthly donor, you can go to our website. There's a form there, bikewalkwichita.org slash members. And that will take you to the forum, and you'll be able to, to donate and sign up for a monthly donation if you'd like. And we really appreciate that. So I know this year was also uh, really busy with recycle. Yes. And that's one of the areas where we've been able to get some grants, but also a lot of the money we bring in, um, both through sales and through our donation, helps out because we've had so many volunteers go through there working on their bikes. Um, we're for recycle. If you're not sure or don't really know what all we do, you've got to come in and take a look at it because it's hard to explain. It's a community bike shop. Um, on Friday and Saturday, anyone can come in and bring their bike, and our volunteers will help them to uh, fix their bike up and um, use our tools. And if they need parts, they can volunteer for the, the price of the parts, essentially, and volunteer 15 hours, and you earn a bike. And so that's a big deal for folks when you can spend uh, or work that much uh, time. That's a significant amount of time to be able to keep coming back. Mm-hmm. And especially, we're limited on hours, and so that's one of the areas funding will help. Uh, we've been able to expand our hours to... Friday afternoons this year. And then uh, Tuesday and Thursday evenings, folks can come in and work on bikes for us to earn our volunteer time. And it's just a lot of fun. Uh, I don't have the numbers in front of me now, but it's amazing every day uh, new people are coming in, um, whether they're earning a bike or just wanting to help volunteer. It's a great way to to get involved in the community, meet some cool people, and know that you're making a real difference for people. You really are. You're changing lives. And one of my favorite things about Recycle is the Adopt-A-Bike program where the kiddos get to come in pick out their bike, uh, we fit it to them, make sure they're ready to roll, get them the helmet, lights, whatever they need. And it's just so fun to see those smiles. Right. That's one of the things I'm really proud of is our uh, kids' bike education. Um, It's something that's really grown this past year. Um, Through Recycle, we can give a, a kid a bike um, they can come in and get fitted. Uh, our volunteers will set it up and make sure that, that it fits them nicely. And the other thing we do is our bike jams. And we did a couple of bike jams right. this year that were very successful. It's, it's a lot of fun to get out. We go out to a parking lot somewhere. And, and um, this latest one was at a church across from an elementary school. and. Um, set up a little uh, challenge course and it's just a lot of fun to watch kids work on that and get better at that. I'm very jealous of the the uh, obstacle course the kids get to ride at the bike jams because oh. that's amazing and we we've got to come up with you know an a you know older kid version of an obstacle course. Oh, we have it. Yeah, they pull out the ramps. Um, and at Open Streets, I was yes. I was watching, yes. and I would say about fifty fifty yeah. between adults and kids yeah. uh, were riding our, our 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 bike skills obstacle course. Right. Yeah. It is yeah. exciting to see them if mm-hmm. once they go around three four times, how their skills just yes. improve and their confidence. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. It's it's a great setup. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thanks to everybody who makes Recycle yeah. happen because I know it's a lot of moving parts. Lots of moving parts there, yes, chains and gears and all of that. But it's something that I think is really important, and I'm really proud of Bike Walk Wichita to really have taken this on as, I think, our flagship project in a way. It takes most of our time and attention of mm-hmm. providing bikes to people that need a bike, and especially uh, a lot of the volunteers are working on kids' bikes um, a, a child with a bicycle, if they can learn how to ride that and master that machine, mm-hmm. that does something really significant for their learning yeah. and um, getting outside in nature. We know there's so many benefits, right. health benefits, 
mental health benefits for our kids to be out outside on bikes being active it's a wonderful thing and right. so whatever little part we can do to help with that I'm glad of that well yeah. we all remember our first bike oh, uh, so you know imagine growing up without that experience so we definitely appreciate um, all of our recycle coordinators and the volunteers and then thank you to the community for all the donated bicycles um, yes. and funds and parts mm -hmm. uh, to, to keep that program going. So. so many partnerships with Recycle as well. We've worked with different uh, youth groups, with church groups, with schools, school groups. The police department. The police department has come team. in. Yeah, so it's really fun to mm -hmm. see the variety of um, the refugees with the IRC. We get people that are newly here in our country and can help get them on a bicycle and ride safely in our community. Uh, lots of different uh, people that we're able to work with. So that's a lot of fun. And, and that's if I look back at 19, I would say that's the thing I was most proud of is, yeah. is our recycle program. One of the things that I've enjoyed <laughs> um, in 2019, I was able to actually make a lot more of the slow rolls and stuff and getting to see the different, we went to different parks and stuff this mm -hmm. year. So again, just getting to see different areas of the city and biking areas. You know, as as you get more comfortable and create your biking habit, you usually just start out in your neighborhood, start out mm -hmm. around your own block, and the slow rolls are really good at like taking that next step of getting out of your neighborhood, going somewhere else. Um, that's still going to be a short ride. You're going to be around people who um, can assist you if you have an issue with your bike or something. Everyone's and welcome. Yeah, it's it really is. Uh, open to everyone. It's very much a slow roll. It's very kid-friendly, very family-friendly events. And, and those are the second Sunday, and mm -hmm. we have been pretty much doing those all year yeah. round. This mm -hmm. was the first year to kick yeah. those off, and I'm proud to say I think we I think we followed through. I think we only were rained out one time. I think that's right. I think right. we had bad weather once. So And they're uh, just a lot of fun. It's not just yeah. a kid's ride. When we no. say a slow roll, it's a lot of fun. It's mm -hmm. I, I call it get your Sunday bike out. It's This is where you yeah. get to ride your old classic cruiser or mm -hmm. whatever comfort bike you want to ride and just sort of show up and have a social ride. Right. Um, we go through, one of the, my favorites was when we went through the uh, Clapp Park, which was a, mm -hmm. a decommissioned golf course, I guess we'd say, mm -hmm. and it's about four miles of sidewalk through there, the, the golf cart path that were, is open to cyclists and pedestrians and anybody, Frisbee golfers. Yeah. And that was a great ride there. We did that one. Right. And twice this year, we had April and October for Walktober, where we had mm -hmm. weekly walks and stuff. Um, and those were really successful. Yeah, those, the we walks were super-duper successful. And thank you to Barbara for yes. helping coordinate a lot yes, of Yes, our that. pedestrian work group has really uh, yeah. stepped it up this they year. They rocked it this mm -hmm. last year, yeah. Yes. 50 and people at some of these walks or more. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I loved walking the Red Bud over at Pomler Physical Therapy. Yeah, they that hosted the hike. That was just so much nice fun yes. to uh, walk the, the Red Bed Trail. At that section, it was not paved, so it was just mm -hmm. gravel. And just to walk among, you, you really did not feel like you were in the city of Wichita because the Red Bud is tree-lined on both sides. So you don't, you're, you're buffered from the wind, you're buffered from the noise of the city, and yes. then you're just walking through the gravel and, and a big crowd. It's beautiful. Yeah, mm -hmm. it was it was a, a really lovely walk. Um, yeah, there were dogs, there were mm -hmm. kids. Yep. 
That's one of my favorite places, the Redbud Trail and the Prairie Sunset Mm -hmm. Trail, both on the east and west side. There's Mm -hmm. some beautiful, beautiful places to bike and walk in our community. Yes, Prairie Travelers and Artie and uh, some of our partner organizations are really doing amazing work on the trail side of things. So, And before before we get too far away from our walks, we also wanted to mention for our Normandy walk the... um, uh, gift certificate that Green Acres is providing for us to uh, select a house that has yeah. uh, been lit up with Christmas lights and stuff and and thank you so much to Green Acres for giving us that gift certificate so that we can uh, yeah. share share our appreciation with one of the houses that is. Uh, sharing their love of Christmas lights and the that's, holiday season. That's what I like about our events. Not only do we get people out biking, mm-hmm. walking, mm-hmm. and just exploring Wichita, we are also, you know, encouraging uh, these neighborhoods to, you know, kind of get cheery and yeah. uh, maybe do a little yeah. bit more, you know, yeah. than they would typically. Yeah. And it's just fun to, it, to see the holiday cheer just spread. It, we need really, that. Yeah. We need that. It's really wonderful how every aspect of the community kind of comes together for these types of things. I know. It's yeah. Uh, I know I've been really excited uh, to kind of shift gears and talk about our advocacy. So last January, again, uh, we could tell that there was just so many projects that the city and county uh, were including bike and pedestrian or not including mm-hmm. uh, bike and pedestrian priorities. And we're doing we, it wrong. <laughs> we re- Yeah, mostly it was included, but maybe not necessarily mm-hmm. what we need. Right. Um, we discovered that right at our corner down around Douglas. Yes, exactly. We thought um, the city thought they had a plan, and, and it turned out as soon as it was implemented with some paint, uh, it looked lovely, but fundamentally it was wrong in terms of how cars and bicycles and pedestrians interacted. And that really, that actually Douglas Avenue redesign project uh, here in the Douglas Design District really fired up our advocacy efforts yes. um, kind of right around that time. And so we launched our advocacy ambassadors and uh, residents, we have about 16 of them now. They applied and they have access then to, you know, all of our top secret intel. Um, <laughs> Inside info. <laughs> and basically what they do uh, is they adopt a project and kind of track it mm-hmm. and maybe engage in as much advocacy as they feel comfortable with. Right. Um, right. Our presence has been seen here this yeah. last year. I think folks at the different DAB meetings and city meetings have recognized that. Bike Walk Wichita has done something to, to step up advocacy because uh, every meeting there's several of our friends there. Absolutely. Appreciate, appreciate yeah. those folks, the advocacy ambassadors that take time out to speak up more and also we're coordinating a little bit better with our what we're talking about right. in terms of what our priorities are, what we see for our community and mm-hmm. letting people share that information is just really a, a powerful thing. Yeah, the uh, advocacy team, you know, basically it just was kind of a... a created from the need of having to track so many different yeah there's over const- 50 projects yeah, it's con- check out the map on our website yeah there's uh-huh. um, construction projects remodel projects just all these policies yeah policy funding. changes all of these different things that are happening at the city level and at the county level yeah that you know we we felt like um, biking and walking issues needed to be part of those decisions yes. and getting getting you know our advocacy ambassadors are really passionate about that and they will they they know that these things impact our city and i love the diversity of our uh, a team as mm-hmm. i like to call them <laughs> yeah. uh, i know i picture capes and chains uh, oh, okay. uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
And, you know, yeah, it's so important that we're at these tables, right. at these conversations, at these meetings, and it's just constant. Um, yeah, and, and that really goes back to how we were founded, that we were yeah. really founded as an advocacy organization. And at the time, um, it almost in a way, it was pretty easy because the city needed to have an advocacy group step up with uh, to help them get the word out. And it was pretty easy projects to start with, First and Second Street are a wonderful place to have bike lanes, but it didn't impact people quite like a, a project like Douglas or... And thinking of our larger network. The larger network mm-hmm. and things like uh, parking at the new ballpark, um, right. secure yeah. parking for bicycles. And getting, and getting our Prairie Sunset and the Redbud Trail connected oh, through the city, that would be, that's, <laughs> yes. you know... Just so yeah, some of these projects, you know, mm-hmm. the funny thing is some of these may happen in a meeting or two. And if you're not at those meetings, then uh, you've missed your opportunity. Mm-hmm. And then some of these projects tend to drag out for months and years. Mm-hmm. And it's a constant being at the table uh, need. So. Patience, patience. And we've got some volunteers that are willing to do that. And, and I really appreciate that, that they're willing to show up at each of these meetings and just making sure that uh, the pedestrian and the bicycling community's voice is heard. Yeah, so... so- what our advocacy group and trying to help get our advocates, our advocacy ambassadors, um, more educated so that they can advocate better, we launched our uh, book club stuff. Yes, I'm so excited about the book club, and I'm excited about mm-hmm. the series kicking off mm-hmm. today, January 1st. Um, but looking back at last year, we helped mm-hmm. launch that, mm-hmm. and we I think we completed three reads yeah. this mm-hmm. first year. And I liked there was a variety, mm-hmm. um, so that was really nice. Uh, one of the one of the authors came and talked to us. Yes, and that was we had a, a really great event uh, in partnership with the Wichita Public Library and, and Watermark Books, and um, it was so fun to hear from Jennifer Farr Davis and to be mm-hmm. inspired uh, mm-hmm. by this endurance athlete. Um, <laughs> I don't know that, yeah. I want to be an endurance athlete, but I liked that it was very applicable, applicable to, to each of ours because that's yeah. what it was about. And it's, it kind of brings me to our challenge course for kids. Um, being able to, to meet a challenge at the right appropriate level and not do it quite, not do it quite, but then finally master it. That is such a fun thing, and I think that's just a great way for people to learn, whether it is you're going around the challenge course on a little kid's bike or going across the Appalachian in record time. Uh, Being able to recognize a challenge and push yourself. Very cool. And I know we could uh, go on and on with a list of events, but just to wrap it up, we also had a really fun uh, Mm -hmm. night at the Wave. Uh, Mm -hmm. Wheels to Reels event was Oh, it was a fun time in yes. August. I love yeah. our movies. That's one of the things that is just always fun to do, to bring our friends mm-hmm. together, to screen a bike movie this mm-hmm. year it was. It was the Filmed uh, by Film bike. by Bike out of Portland, Oregon. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it was just a really pleasant night. So we'll, we'll do that again this year, I hope. It was, and I want to give a shout-out to Jerry and Lisa Jones and Adam Harkey for mm-hmm. opening up Wave um, and helping us, for of course, right. um, use this also as a fundraiser to fund that advocacy Right. Um, and other work that yeah. that we've been discussing. So, yeah. yeah. So we had, uh, along with the movie, we had the bike show because I don't know that we have enough opportunities around town to just get together with our bikes and talk about them. We all know that's what we yeah, like to do. We we you know we show up for a ride and the ride starts twenty minutes late because everybody's standing around talking about their bikes <laughs> and showing off new gear and. I even talking polished about, up my bike before I rode it there. I know. It was a good excuse. I heard that from a lot of people. Right. Yes. Yes. So that that 
that was so much fun to see um, all the different bicycles and just wa watching everybody talk about their bikes. And we had uh, the bike, uh, bike patrol from Wichita PD, the police department brought a couple of their bicycles out. And so we were able to see the kind of gear that they had and, and all of that fun stuff. So it was just a, a lovely time. You got to chat about bikes and then watch movies about bikes. And it was a brilliant idea of Amy's yeah. because we have to park the bikes somehow. So right. yeah, yeah. People uh, wave, turn it into a show. Yeah. <laughs> and wave having that outdoor indoor mm -hmm. space again yeah. is a lot awesome setup. I yeah. think for, yeah. for our people. So it is, it is, it was a great time. Yes. Um, and to wrap up kind of the list for 2019, I just also want to say thank you to all of our board members. You know, uh, they they generously give up their time uh, that they would be out riding and walking and, and exploring to to keep us rolling. They volunteer their, their time and skills and passion and make sure we're staying legal. Right. It's a wonderful mix of people and personalities and skills on our board. So it is. thank you so, to everybody on the board. Absolutely. So I... I think we've all seen the difference oh, this yeah. year. We're seeing more people out year riding, walking, exploring um, all all areas of our parks and paths in our city. Um, and in fact, Wampo, the Wichita Area Metropolitan Planning Organization, just released the results from this year's oh, uh, well, nice. from the 2019 annual okay. bike ped count, uh, which is conducted yeah. across the city and region, uh, multiple locations where people count how many people ride, walk, mm -hmm. scoot, and mm -hmm. skate uh, by. And so this year's numbers revealed a 50% increase over the 2012 numbers. So that just shows that our wow. trend continues. Yeah. Uh, last year was about an 80% increase. And so I think this trend is somewhat leveling out a little bit, but continuing right. to soar. I mean, yeah. in any trends yeah. or yes. business, uh, yeah. Having a 50% increase is, right. is yeah. a pretty substantial. Yeah. And I, I, th I think that just our efforts of continuing to push for better multimodal infrastructure is going to continue that trend to increase. Absolutely. Thinking of that network, um, right. getting people mm -hmm. out to explore this, this infrastructure mm -hmm. um, and providing our bike education and, and walks. So. Good job to everybody. Yeah. Um, I think all our partners and collaborations um, are just all kind of working mm -hmm. really nicely together. Yeah. Yeah. Great, yeah. So also statewide, uh, Kansas is doing really well in, in that realm. So the Kansas Department of Transportation called me up and they were excited that the Kansas bike-friendly, well, it's the state-friendly rankings were uh, recently announced by the League of American Bicyclists and Kansas, we have dismally been at forty seven. Oh, not the worst. Um, not the worst. Not the worst, but it always bugged me because it's so much nicer to ride here. Like yeah. we're not at forty seven. No. Right. There are pockets of our state that are just so incredible to ride yes. in. Yes. Um and so we jumped uh to thirty seventh in the rankings. Oh so, my gosh. Yes, oh, that's, yay. that's <laughs> huge to go from forty seventh to thirty seventh. And, and so many other states are on this uh, biking and walking bandwagon as well. So everybody's been trying to improve their numbers. And for us to have that huge of a jump when the competition is so fierce right now, it, it is just incredible. So I, I really hope that we continue to climb. Uh, we yes. definitely, I mean, I think that a lot of states and, and a lot of policymakers are starting to see that biking and walking means business. And it does. Uh, we 
definitely need to uh, continue to see that number rise. Yeah, so uh, thank you to the Kansas Department of Transportation for mm -hmm. compiling the data that, from all these different organizations like ours that work right. locally. They compile that and submit applications. It's, it's quite a process. It's important to have that really clear data. This isn't, you know, anecdotal. We hear that from people sometimes. I live by the bike path or by the bike lane and I never see anyone. And we can tell people we know there's been year after year mm -hmm. uh, percentage yeah. increase. Okay, 50%, not every year, but mm -hmm. more people out walking and biking. And we have numbers and we know that. And so it's it's just time that we um, make sure that the people that are biking and walking get their share of the city resources. That is right. And, and statewide as statewide well. Statewide resources, and of so course. I was also really excited. Uh, Bike Walk Wichita actually played kind of a significant yes. role in helping uh, get that number up with mm -hmm. that ranking. Uh, we helped in, in tandem with Bike Walk KC, we helped develop a statewide coalition mm -hmm. or kind of a network um, among all the different local bike ped organizations. So a lot of people don't realize there's 30 plus organizations across Kansas. That may be the most significant development of the year when we look back of the number of smaller cities and mm -hmm. communities mm -hmm. that are starting up a, a bicycling and a pedestrian master plans right. and being just really um, direct about their projects and being very straightforward that they understand that that does mean business and it means safety and health for their community. Yeah. And they're being very proactive and, and that's really encouraging to see. Yeah. Our, our neighboring cities are uh, very much into this. I mean, if you've ridden the Prairie Sunset Trail down in Goddard, the park that they have down there that's right on that trail sees so much traffic. And well, they're doing food truck yeah, rallies and mm -hmm. mark, uh, food markets mm -hmm. and yeah. Yeah. trying to really right. bring that yeah. that to life. Yeah, so. and so getting that Prairie Sunset Trail hooked up into Wichita and get it hooked up uh, all the way over to the Red Bud. Across the big ditch. It's, um, you know, just being able to have a con continuous bike walking path from you know, Goddard out to Andover. And thinking of the tourism impact yeah. of all mm -hmm. aeroplanes brewing yes. and, and right. all these businesses located along that path, right. that trail. Yeah. Knowing it's coming, it's coming. It's coming. Patience. We'll yep. Not this year. We didn't get it this year, 2020. Yeah. Maybe and so we it's, it's exciting, though, to see mm -hmm. these government entities such yes. as Kansas Department of Transportation and Kansas Department of Health and Environment, uh, the Kansas Health Foundation mm -hmm. also, um, Wichita Community Foundation, all these organizations and foundations are seeing the benefits yeah. and are putting their resources and actions uh, into play. Right. And right. it's just really exciting. So it has been definitely a tremendous year of growth uh, and progress in accomplishing our all of our goals and outcomes. Um, so thank you to everyone, like I said. Uh, for making it happen. Mm -hmm. As Jack mentioned, we are definitely still a volunteer-led organization, yeah. so it's critical to have your voice and input. The people that really have helped a lot this year are sponsors. Um, when, uh, at the beginning of the year when we were talking about starting our membership, Really in parallel with that, we were talking with businesses. We've always done that. We've had business support all along, but being very intentional to spread that out and not just be talking to bike shops, frankly, but to talk to a lot of the other businesses in our community. And so um, I really appreciate the businesses that have um, decided to sponsor Bike Walk Wichita as a way to 
one, get their word out, and we do try to, to talk about our sponsors as we can and let folks know that they're supporting us. But also, these uh, people understand that having an active community and having people being healthy and active um, is just good for their business as well. So uh, they want to make Wichita a better place to live, work, and play. So thanks. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Palmer Physical Therapy as a sponsor, Bicycle Exchange, Intrust Bank, Bicycle Peddler, Truck Stuff, Heartland Bicycle, Trinity Precision, and Mary Kay Moreau's MD, Family Care Associates, who happens to be my wife. So thanks, Katie. Mm-hmm. Yes, we couldn't do it without our sponsors. As we mentioned, it's so important uh, and critical to be in these conversations and at these tables where these decisions are made. And without the support of our sponsors, uh, it that just doesn't happen. Yeah, yeah, it just wouldn't be possible. So definitely a shout out to them. Okay, so as we mentioned, we are super excited. January 1st, today is our kickoff of our book club for 2020. And we are excited to announce that we will be reading uh, Strong Towns by author Chuck Marone, who actually visited Wichita Mm -hmm. um, about a year and a half ago or so, um, and really uh, shared some innovative um, theories and kind of discussion points that I think are definitely applicable here in our community as they are across, you know, every city in the U.S. Very interesting. Very interesting topic. It is. I think it's and very important with the transformations that we're seeing happen here in Wichita. There is a lot of development and a lot of opportunity to think strategically and smartly about how we want to see our city grow um, and how we want to see people interact in those spaces. So... Decision makers at all level, uh, we hope, will share this book with us to be able to to learn more about how to make our our community a strong town. I mean, that's the yeah. title of the book. Very interesting about how how to make decisions that make sense more for the the whole community as a whole. So, so uh, I'm excited. We do have a Facebook group uh, that is a private group for virtual discussions. So if you look up Bike Walk Book Club, uh, you can find it from our Facebook page. And then we also have our website, uh, which is just bikewalkwichita.org slash book club, where you can find all of the details. You can find out where to order the book uh, if you don't have your copy yet. And you can also find out uh, we'll have chapter discussions led by different people from our community, which I'm really excited about. We do have uh, some council and decision makers who have said they are excited. They actually have their copy of yeah. the book that's, already. That's wonderful. And so they're going to be chiming in. And so hopefully this will not just be a read, but will actually be impactful in changing yeah. our cities, uh, yeah. our infrastructures, you know, look and feel. Right. Some so. constructive conversations about it. Exactly. Yeah. So it kicks off January 1st and we'll conclude in February when we'll have a big um, kind of book talk discussion Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. where it kind of brings everything together and we talk, how does this actually apply? That's the part that's enjoyable on this book club is reading the books and then getting together with people afterwards who have read the book and and have interesting uh, takes on it as well. So look forward to that. Yes, we'll be sharing announcements and as I mentioned, some book discussion. It'll be published in our e-newsletter, on our website calendar, and then you can also find it on all of our social media channels, which is Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Uh, We reached out to Dr. Russell Fox, uh, who many of you know. He's a member of our city's Bike Ped Advisory Board, 
He's also a local expert uh, on political science and an actual friend of Chuck Marone's. I think they hit it off when mm -hmm. uh, he came to town. And uh, so we are excited. We asked him if he would uh, produce a little book review for us. So we have included that in today's episode. Great. So Jack and Amy, uh, I don't know if you're motivated and excited uh, by Russell's review, but do you have a copy of the book yet? Well, I, I will say, you know, my life is a little crazy with my job and everything. So Clayton has the book and I get to hear a lot oh, of it yeah. about, you know, because Clayton likes to be super chatty about it. So yeah, so I'm sure. I, I get secondhand processing. <laughs> um, good for him. Yeah, yeah. that's good. It's so a pretty exciting book. It's so a good book. Yeah, right. I've got it yeah. and I've read it and really enjoyed it. Yes. It is a, a fairly quick read, but it has some pretty deep... There's some real uh, meat there. There's some history. Yes. That's the part I liked is it talks about um, cities and how people can help improve their cities, make their community stronger. And it does go back into a little bit of mm -hmm. some of the history of some of the decisions that have been made. And it's surprising how recent, for example, lots of these decisions are. We've changed our way of living really significantly. And let's be real intentional about what we can do to fix some of these problems. So there's plenty of time to order your book um, and join us in the book read. So if you don't have your copy, you can find them online. I Last I checked, Watermark and the bookstores locally have all been sold out off and on. They keep ordering mm -hmm. more. Mm -hmm. Check the, the public so, library as well. And yes. you can get on, on the line for the copy there. And um, also, I think there's an ebook version of it as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and there's even an audio library. book, I believe, mm -hmm. as well, on CD that I saw Watermark had uh, for a while. So nice. make sure you uh, get on Facebook and ask to join our, our book club group mm -hmm. and or find our details on the webpage and meet us up around town. We'll be hosting conversations. Now that 2020 is here, which I'm yeah. so excited, um, I was kind of interested to hear how you guys approach the new year. I know I've got my 2020 planner uh, already designed, printed, and spiral bound, so it's you ready. You custom make yours. Yes, and you. so I Good just wondered, you. do either of you uh, utilize re you know, resolutions or do you utilize goals um, to set yourself up for success this year? So Jack... Well, um, yeah, you print your own custom planner. I don't do resolutions at all. Uh, my family, what we've done is tend to burn sticks at the New Year, uh, New Year's Eve. I like to have a fire in the backyard and just burning sticks of any regrets, any things that we wish were better, burn it away, just let it go. Nice. Today is today. Um, we try to live for the moment here in 2020. Um, my wife says when I say things will be better, she says it'll be different. It'll be different. <laughs> that and, does and sound like okay. Katie. Yes. And, and that's okay. So I don't do resolutions, but I'm very much looking forward to the year because we have so many things planned. And I do think this is going to be a wonderful year of growth for for our community here. So Yeah, you do like to fly by the seat of your pants. I more. tend to do that, yes. You came in hot and heavy to the <laughs> headquarters today. came slamming into the It was a wonderful bike, bike ride. It was a great bike ride. Down Douglas, even though there wasn't a bike lane, but it was a great ride. Uh, Amy, what about you with New Year's resolutions? Um, I don't really have resolutions. Um, we have some things that we have some, Clayton and I have some things planned for 2020. So he's going to try Bike Across Kansas, and I'm going to try to support him through that. It's a great goal. So, yes, good for him. Um, and, and the planning's already started. He... Um, <laughs> 
you know, bought, bought his tent uh, and uh, wants to test that out in different temperatures. So sometimes, even though here we are in December, I come home and the tent's set up in the backyard. Yeah, I was going to say, so Good if you're riding Clayton. by, you'll yeah. see Clayton out yeah. testing Good. his gear. <laughs> so Putting the data in a spreadsheet. And are you oh, planning to um, go along with him at all? I am. Or? Well, I'm going to go drop him off and probably stay you know friday saturday at the beginning and then i'll come back to wichita probably work monday tuesday wednesday and then take thursday and friday off and meet him for the end of the week and and make sure you take your bike and just ride along for a day or two well Um, what, what i would like to do is to uh staff, you know, one or two days to staff a SAG station. Oh, they would love that. You know, because I, I, again, with Bike Walk Wichita, I don't know how many of you know, during the summertime, I, my office closes at noon on Fridays, and if I don't have something to do, I will go and window shop, which leads to real shopping, which my wallet (laughs) doesn't like. So I came to Kim, and I was like, please just keep me busy, because, you know, I am not good at keeping myself occupied with healthy habits. So Kim is like, yes, I can keep you busy. I have plenty of things. Yes. yes. Um, so that I kind of apply the same thing with biking across Kansas. I, you know, it's this thing that Clayton and I love to do. We love to be involved. He has his level of involvement. My level of involvement is let me just be supportive of people. Mm-hmm. And part of that is, you know, they need volunteers to staff. Feeding hungry yeah. cyclists mm-hmm. is... Yeah. Everybody so, has a part. Everybody plays right. a role. Even even though I'm not too keen on riding 60 to 80 miles a day, <laughs> I, I can certainly um, help staff a volunteer station and, and yeah. be supportive of the good. people that want to go do that. BAK is a great sure. event. So it is a great for, event. Good for Clayton. He'll have a wonderful time. And just pack your e-bike. Oh, Make yeah. sure you pack your e-bike. So. <laughs> well, I know I'm definitely looking forward to 2020, as I mentioned. I'm definitely uh, this year... Um, as I've taken on uh, mm-hmm. more of the role of executive director here at Bike Walk Wichita, in addition to you know working my full-time job, I have to stay on top of every day. So I have created my own planner that tracks all of my meetings and tasks mm-hmm. and exercise mm-hmm. and meal planning all Wonderful. in one. Yes. So if I lose it, I panic. Um, but I really want to get back to bike commuting. I'm excited to be... Mm-hmm. Um, getting into recovery from my surgery and get back to living more car light. That's yeah. important for me this year. And meal prep. So yeah. yep. I'm I'm really intentionally trying mm-hmm. to shape mm-hmm. my days to where I can be more car light because I have missed that. It's a nice yeah. way of putting it. We, people say, well, I can't ride to work every day because it's too far. And nope, but I can ride to the liquor store on my bike. There you go. I can go to the grocery <laughs> store. So. Car light. Just making yes. that decision and having that option. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so at a personal level, just making sure people understand, yeah, you have an option. Yeah. And at our community level, to make sure that people really do have an option, wherever, whatever part of the community they live in. And the city an just rolled out the new electric oh, buses, which are super awesome. So... Uh, good job, Wichita Transit and City of Wichita, for getting that federal grant. Yes, and that will be so wonderful buses. as they replace the fleet. Uh, a bus pulled right in front of me today as I was heading down here. It was not an electric bus. I'll just leave it at that. It was not very pleasant. Yeah, getting stuck behind them. Mm-hmm. So one of the other things for 2020, we're looking at some stuff to kick off. Yes. Uh, so we have our Celebrate 131 party. So January 31st is a Friday this year. That'll and we are going to celebrate. That is our 2020 kickoff. 
and we will have food, beer, friends, fun. Um, come learn about what we have planned for the year and share mm-hmm. your input. We'll be asking, you know, mm-hmm. here's mm-hmm. kind of bike education plans that we have. Right. Add it. What do you think we need? What are we doing for motorists? Uh, you know, are we yeah. working on driver education? There's all sorts of different mm-hmm. strategies um, mm-hmm. that we could be working in, and we really need to hone in our focus for 2020. People can find their place here. Uh, if you have an idea for a project, mm-hmm. um, we'd be very glad to support you on that and, and any kind of area. That's how a lot of these things come out. If somebody says, hey, here's a good idea, and we say, <laughs> okay, we'll help yeah. you. Yeah. And, and, it, and it, uh, people are able to take it and run with it, and that's worked out very well for us. So save the date. January 31st is coming up at the end of this month. And as I mentioned, it's it's going to be about four thirty to seven ish. Uh, you can at, find at our headquarters. Yes, here, we're having thirty one. <laughs> yep, this year we will be here. Uh, and as I mentioned, we'll have all the uh, beer, food, fun here. Mm-hmm. So come on by, drop in. Bring I think a we friend. may even have a set of rollers set up. I heard, <laughs> and so we'll get a chance to maybe have some of that. Uh, beer or food in your hand and see if you can ride rollers no-handed and that'd be fun maybe you can try it we'll see how that goes we'll check about our insurance <laughs> coverage uh before we put the rollers we will out. have some but fun yeah. things going on here so it'll be it'll be a good event and uh part of that uh, will also be kicking off this year will be the 10th anniversary of bike month ict mm-hmm. good so this coming may uh will be you know just yeah. having a ton of events right. and plans uh throughout the whole month so Kicking that off, you can find, um, of course, all of our events on our calendar online, and we have a ton of classes as well that we'll be adding mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. our calendar. Yeah. So yeah. check You definitely out. want to join us for the 131 party. We'll probably, you know, yeah. get close to announcing some more of our activities for the year. Yes. You, you want to stay connected to us uh, throughout the year because we have so many things coming up. Yeah, lots of big news, so... Join us, 131. So Jack, as volunteer coordinator, I know you like to highlight uh, a special volunteer who's really put in some tremendous effort and really helped our organization. So who do you have for us today? Yeah, this this month, April, um, this month is January, but April is one of our volunteers. And I really wanted to, to uh, call her time out here uh, at Bike Walk Wichita, I'll call that to, to attention because she has done such a great job with us. Um, I looked up and, and noticed that she had about 90 volunteer hours racked up over the years. She's someone who came here, I'm not exactly sure what uh, brought her here, but um, she needed to work on her bike. She depends on her bike to get around. And I remember at the time her bike was not the best of bikes. And she worked on it and earned time, and she may have even at, at the very beginning earned a bike, um, and got better at working on her bike. and really found Bike Walk Wichita as a, as a supportive and wonderful place to come and share share her smile. That's what I really noticed about it. When she came into the Bike Walk the other day, I just saw her just big smile as she came in. She was so happy to be here. And that's how she is all the time. And I like that, that uh, April treats all of our volunteers that way. She's glad they're here and um, she's glad to be here to help out. She's learned a lot. She and Carrie have really worked together nicely to where you should see April's bike now. It's a really slick bike. It is a clean machine. It's come a long way from, I think, the Huffy, maybe. That's exactly, yeah. I don't. I forget what brand it is, but it is a really nice-looking bicycle that she uh, has 
learned how to maintain herself and has been able to share that information with other people that come in. And so I just wanted to, to call out uh, April and say thanks. I, I know that she has a great sense of accomplishment when she's able to be here and learn something and then to help something, someone else. And that's a really important thing to, for our volunteers that everyone is welcome and everybody can find a place. I don't think uh, April expected that she'd be teaching people how to work on bikes when she first showed up here, but she's able to. So thanks to our volunteers for helping and recycle and thanks for uh, April for um, showing us just such a great model of a recycle volunteer. And if you'd like to get involved, we have our monthly Bike Walk Wichita meeting every third Thursday. Uh, we provide the snacks, BYOB, and uh, everyone is welcome. So it's a good time to come, uh, hear what's going on, get involved, share ideas. Um, and I, you know, it's just always fun to see. There's new people right. at every single meeting. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. so that's just, it's Everyone's so Everyone's welcome. Such a variety of people because uh, what we do with biking and walking and active living, that really affects everyone. And, and there are people that start to realize that they need to get out and move more and they're not mm -hmm. sure what that next step is or they want to get their bike out of the garage and not sure what to do. And Bike Walk Wichita can really help them see what facilities are available, it's a good first step. And then I think what we do really well is uh, build a community so that people can learn right. from each other. Definitely. Um, we have some experts in different fields here, but we're not all experts on everything, except each of us knows something mm -hmm. that they can teach mm -hmm. someone else. And, and Recycle, I think, really shows that. People working in a bike shop, um, being able to show other people how to do things like uh, adjust bearings or true a wheel. It's a wonderful thing walking through there to see that going on. So yeah, I so appreciate all our volunteers. Join us down here at headquarters, you know, any day that we're open or join us around town. Um, mm -hmm. Thank you for joining us for this episode. Let it comment and let us know mm -hmm. what you'd like Absolutely. to hear about or also if you had any mm -hmm. issues um, yeah. or if you have any interesting characters that you think we should interview. Yeah. Uh, let us know. Contact us at uh, podcast at bikewalkwichita.org. You can find our podcast on Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and we're working on some more sites. So. Yes, so hopefully uh, we'll have it wherever you find your podcast. So make sure you subscribe to hear the latest episode. Extra thanks to our podcast team, uh, to Jack and Amy for hosting, and to Christian to for production. Here. Great job, Christian. Thanks again, and we'll see you around town. Bye-bye. Hello, my name is Russell Fox. I'm a professor at Friends University, and I've been asked by Bike Walk Wichita to make a few comments about Charles Marone's book, Strong Towns. Strong Towns, the book, is a culmination of years of work by Marone and many others in building what they call the Strong Towns Movement. The Strong Towns Movement is all about trying to change our cities into more fiscally and environmentally sustainable places. In practical matters, what this means is a lot of the same things that have long been associated with new urbanism. The idea that cities need to be more walkable, that there need to be more opportunities for transportation alternatives, that there need to be better ways of handling waste disposal and all the rest. But Marone goes beyond that. The way he goes beyond it is to develop an overall argument about how we should think about cities and how we should think about our places in general. This then means that Marone becomes a really 
big supporter of different types of localist and communitarian thinking. He's not simply someone out there talking about how we need more bike paths. He's someone out there talking about the financial structures and the political structures that push us away from being able to prioritize things like bike paths and instead oblige us to deal with ways that tend to benefit powerful corporate actors, powerful development interests, and others that really break down what cities are meant to do, which is to provide a livable place for everyone. So I strongly encourage people to read this book and appreciate the theoretical heft that is represented within it. It's not a fantastic work of history or sociology. Marone is not any kind of philosopher. But if you look closely at the disparate arguments it makes, you can find a strong, cohesive argument, philosophical argument even, within it. And that's the strongest advocation that I can give for the book, I think.